Hello everyone, I am Sean. And I'm Sky. And I'm Jansen. And this is the weekly pop-up podcast where we discuss all things pop culture. And we have a mini Monday for you. It's a little bit different, a little bit shorter. Uh, we like to keep it a little more compact and we'll just uh, be talking about little things that come up throughout the weeks and months and hopefully years that we do this podcast. Uh, and we've had our eye on... What a, a c- commitment. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> lock in, guys. Contracts, both of you. Um, <laughs> so we, we, we've seen a couple of trailers over the last couple of weeks that we want to talk about. The first is for Spiral, uh, the next or newest Saul movie. Yeah. And the other one is the Fresh, French Dispatch, the newest Wes Anderson. So let's start with Spiral. And so with Spiral, I'll let Sky kind of dive into some of the uh, director, writer, score type deal. But um, I did want to say, obviously starring Chris Rock, yeah. Samuel L. Jackson, and uh, even his partner looks like it's Max Mingella, who has been in several things as well, including one of my uh, favorite Hulu series right now. And that would be the one starring that one woman, you know, The Handmaid's Tale. Okay. I didn't know if you were going to just tease us or not. No, yeah. no, no. The Handmaid's Tale, love it. He's in that a lot. Um, is, okay. is he The Handmaid? No. He, the, he's the tale. He's he's the tale. Oh, okay. Uh, no, The Handmaid would be the, the women in, in the show. Oh, each of them. You should watch sometime. Yeah, I don't watch women's shows. <laughs> Obviously, I didn't go into the, uh, <laughs> the filmography for uh, Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson because... This is right. a mini Monday, not a and regular Monday. we couldn't <laughs> begin to talk about snakes on a plane right now. <sighs> Why can't we? <laughs> now, so uh, it's funny that you mentioned that uh, Samuel L. Jackson is one of the stars in this movie. I don't think so. I think he's going to have a cameo appearance. Yeah, I think he is top build, though. I think he's like second or third top build. Right. Which, gotta, gotta love Sammy flexing on everyone. Dude, he's going to be in there for five minutes tops. And so... Um, why do you think he'll be there for five minutes? You think he's just a, an so, ex-cop, or do so you think something happens? Let's break it down from the trailer that we see, right? So it starts off, Chris Rock and his partner. What do you got there? Oh, it's just my wife, Emma. This is my son, Charlie. They're in this car. They're driving. They're listening to J. Cole. They're listening to 21 Savage and J. Cole a lot. How much money you got? A lot. How many problems you got? A lot. I know technically it's 21 Savage's song, but J. Cole's the best because he's from North Carolina. Also... I believe that song just won a Grammy. But Wow, Jansen's putting it out there. Yeah. And, you know, if you notice, too, they are really happy. They're cracking jokes. You give a woman 600 Tuesdays. It ain't worth three Saturday nights. You always have a blend of comedy with horror, If you yeah. you know, a lot of times now. Um, and so they're sent to investigate a murder. All available units, officer down. Detective Banks and Ralph. And they discover that it was a it's a cop killer, right? Right. The cop, Samuel L. Jackson. Killed Samuel L. Jackson. Killed. The movie starts, Samuel L. Jackson investigating something. He dies. Chris Rock gets the call from dispatch. They go. That is my prediction. This is a complete prediction. prediction. Obviously, we don't know anything, but based on what I've seen. That doesn't seem too far off. Yeah, uh, I don't think that's too far off. I think maybe we'll have a little more grace than five minutes, but um, I, I just, it seems like Samuel L. Jackson is talking to someone who's not the killer in parts of the trailer. And that could be a misdirection, that could be a complete mislead. I yeah. think we'll get at least one interaction with Chris Rock or with another character before he starts investigating and but I do think he'll be the first on-screen death that we see. Right, like the uh, the thing over his face like the uh, the bear trap, right? Uh, that is Samuel L. Jackson. It could be my prediction. Or he could be run over by a train. I don't know what. He's on train. Is he going to get is he going to get bitten by a snake? <laughs> Not on this on damn plane. Snakes on a train? <laughs> 
Bear uh, traps on a train tracks. <laughs> so another thing too is that we've all talked about this. The look, the look of this trailer, it reminds me of a David Fincher film, Seven. Yeah, it screams David Fincher all over. Right. Yeah. You know, if he turns out to be the secret director of that, I won't even be surprised. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, but it is directed by Darren Bousman. Apologies if I did not say that last name correctly. Sorry, Darren. Uh, but he did do Saw 2, II, Saw 3, and Saw 4. So we do have a returning director to a franchise. And even though it does kind of look like uh, the, the film 7, I get a lot of, obviously for obvious reasons, Saw vibes. Like I feel like right. a lot of the shots are Saw, but also... The color uh, temperature. The color, um, and also something that you were kind of researching uh, is uh, the score. It sounds very... A uh, reminiscent. So the score is done by Charlie Clauser, who is known for doing the score for the Saw franchise as well as American Horror Story. And a fun fact I learned about him is that he worked with Nine Inch Nails from 1994 to 2000, uh, maybe even later. It sounds like Nine Inch Nails on a chalkboard for sure. It does. It does. Uh, another thing, too, is we have a lot of callbacks, right? So we have uh, callbacks from the handsaw itself to Samuel L. Jackson saying, you want to play games. You want to play games, motherfucker? Uh, you Sam know. Jackson. Sam Jackson. Sam Jackson style. Right. Uh, we'll keep the last part omitted. 100% that wasn't written that way in the script, and he just added it. That's right. his flavor. He did. A little seasoning. Absolutely. But, yeah, I mean, the, the biggest callback, obviously, and you got to think some other twist will be in there, was at the very end where right. Chris Rock, right, is chained up um, in what looks almost like an identical scene to the first Saw movie. Certainly a callback, yeah. Picks up that handsaw, and um, based on what happened in the first movie, you're left to assume in this trailer, this man's going to have to cut his own arm off. Right, and, I mean, we don't know if this movie takes place in the same universe as the other Saw movies. We right. know that it's certainly... Bringing back? Is it a complete relaunch? Is it? Are we going to find out in this movie that this is some sort of copycat yeah. killer? So, so that's my prediction. Is it, is it in the? You know, there could be so yeah. many things. My prediction: This is a. It's a copycat killer. It is uh, establishing a new franchise because the old franchise is, is dead, right? Yeah. Just I'm not even sure if we're going to see porn. Jigsaw. Yeah. Like even the clown, the little miniature clown dude. I don't know if we're even going to see. Will him. Donnie Wahlberg be in this movie? Donnie. Donnie. One oh. can only hope. <laughs> I, I, I do think we'll see. I, I think we'll see the uh, clown in an Easter egg sort of fashion, like maybe like on, on the a wall? shelf, yeah, or on a wall, like on a shelf in a toy store where a right. cop has been ripped to shreds by a giant fan. Yeah. Well, it's interesting that they decided to call this movie Spiral, right? So that gives me a little bit more reason to believe that they won't be doing anything with mm-hmm. the old franchise, right? Except for some callbacks. Yeah, definitely some callbacks, and it definitely looks really good. It does. <sighs> yeah. But doesn't the name Spiral, d- didn't the, the little puppet, isn't his like red face almost like a spiral? Like his mouth? He's got spirals on his yeah, cheeks. Yeah, on his cheeks. Those are spirals. Yeah, I no, know. for sure. But what does he call himself? The game? Jigsaw. No, Jigsaw, that's Jigsaw. right. That's yeah. right. The game master. Right. So, I mean, again, it could go a million different ways. But yeah. it looks very exciting. It's something, it does. Um, as it's going to make so much money. Oh, a lot of yeah. money. And as I told you guys, I'm not really... I, 
actually, I don't like horror films really at all. Um, but we're going to change I that. Actually... We have an episode <laughs> that we're going to be doing later this year that I want to go ahead and plug where we're going to get <laughs> Jansen to watch I a horror movie. I will watch, but Jansen watches a horror film. But and those are not my We'll have a live films. Facebook stream <laughs> for that episode. Those are not my favorite films, but I actually have seen most of the Saw movies, yeah. and I, I'm okay with them. Like they're, I, I, I told you guys, because it has a backstory. Right. Like throughout them all, you're trying to figure out what is up with this old man? Like what's he doing? And so he has a motivation sometimes. Um, obviously, the film's going to deteriorate as you go. But Well, from it, my understanding, yeah. too, you don't like spiritual horror. Everything else yes. is pretty much fine, right? Yes, I don't like demons. I don't like ghosts. Because Ghouls, you goblins. You, you got no shot against them. Um, <laughs> even though in most horror movies you're going to lose. Right. Um, but the one where... There's the illusion of chance. There's, you have a chance. The one where the neighbors come over, they're wearing the mask. It's a very scary movie. The Strangers. The Strangers. Yeah. That's my perfect example of I'm going to lose. Right. And it's a very scary movie. It's but like movie. It, it, in, 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 in all reality, it's just, they're just some people. They're has, crazy people, but they're just people. It has one of my favorite endings of any film. Do you guys remember it? Um, the explanation for why they're doing what they're doing? There was none, was there? Because you were home. Right, 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 right. Yeah. It's the creepiest line Again, I've ever heard. crazy people, and you're going to lose, but at least I got a shot at it. I, right. You can't, can't attack a demon, can't fight one. Yeah. I don't like it. It's fair. Have you met Van Helsing? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's take this ship and turn it around uh, 180 degrees in the complete opposite direction. Until Wes Anderson makes a horror film. Oh, that'll be the best horror film that's <sighs> ever It'll be wild. Made. It'll be wild. It'll be, maybe he'll get Taika to write the screenplay with him, because that would be great. It began as a holiday. Eager to escape a bright future on the Great Plains, Arthur Howitzer Jr. transformed the series of travelogue columns into the French Dispatch, a factual weekly report. So I kind of led the way with Spiral here. Uh, so um, we're going to be talking about the French Dispatch, and I'm going to have Sean talk yeah. a little bit more about that one. Uh, so the French Dispatch, uh, written and directed, as all Wes Anderson movies are, by Wes Anderson himself. Uh, but it does look like he has some story credits from Jason Schwartzman, a longtime collaborator, Hugo Guinness, which I've never heard that name, and Roman Coppola, which I believe is part of the Coppola family. Can, can I do the honors and go down this, this, yes. this well, cast list? What if Guinness is in relation to Alec Guinness? Oh, wow. What if he is Obi-Wan Kenobi? Obi-Wan Kenobi's son, <laughs> writing it out. <laughs> Hashtag. I just I just let these guys rip. You know, they're just saying <laughs> names. Um, it's like Japanese over here. I'm sure trust them, but uh, I'm just like, all right, okay. Yeah. And the the film has a ton of former Wes Anderson uh, cast members. He right. he likes his people, and I'll let Jansen just name some of the ones he can pronounce. It also has several people that we've already talked about on this podcast because they're nominated. You know, right. they're, they're incredible actors. So just kind of going down the list, and it's pretty extensive, and there will be many that I don't say because, I mean, if you watch the trailer, which we'll break down in a second, at the end it has so a lot many. more names. But uh, Shersha Ronan, yeah. Timothy Chalamet, Elizabeth Moss, who is the woman I was talking She's about from The, the Handmaid. Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> uh, we're going to skip those two. <laughs> Uh, Bill Murray, who looks like really the main kind of tie-in, it seems. You're fired. Don't cry in my office. Edward Norton, Willem Dafoe, Christoph Waltz, Tilda Swinton, Lee Schreiber, Owen Wilson, Adrian Brody, Benicio Del Toro. Um, still lot. going down, Francis McDormand. I mean, you think at some point you get to a cast list and it starts to kind of like get names you don't know. And there are a couple um, kind of thrown in there. But Jeffrey Wright, who's one of my favorites yeah. from Westworld, who um, 
we He'll have talked up. about, yes. I believe, at this yeah. point. He'll come up frequently. <laughs> right. Jason Schwartzman, who's one of the writers, a very funny guy. Um, Henry Winkler, the Fonz, yeah, the Fonz, mean, and Holes. Um, and again, we could just keep on going down the list, but name after name after name that you know, that's the most impressive thing. So right. um, as someone who um, I haven't seen a ton of Wes Anderson films, they always look great. They look very interesting, but I, it, I just haven't found the time. Um, yeah. They're always stacked, it seems. Right. And if, if you haven't, if you're like Jansen and you've never seen a Wes Anderson film, you can watch any one of them, and they will all look like this trailer. He has yeah. a very distinct style. It's always very colorful. It, his trailers always seem to have music with a foreign language in it. Um, he always takes you into this complete world. There's usually narration in his stories. Factual weekly report on the subjects of world politics, the arts, high and low, and diverse stories of human interest. His characters are incredibly well-written, um, and he loves this sort of, it's called Maison Sand, but this yeah. balance of screen. Like, whatever's on the left is on the right, or it's just... Everything in, is important yeah, in the same. everything that's in the foreground is just as important as what's in the background, and uh, he is just a... He's a master. He's a, he's a, he is a master of painting things with a camera. I'm you can take a still. So much. You could take a still from every frame of his film, and it would be like, wow, that's a work of art. Yeah, it, it truly is, and I... I'm so excited for this movie that yeah. I can't even... So um, why don't you take this into that world? Tell us what happens in the trailer. Uh, well, yes. So uh, the trailer is a little all over the place, honestly. Um, you kind of get the um, the narrator, who it sounds like is Francis McDormand. Well, actually, I just want to go back just a second. Uh, this is the first time, I think, that I have seen a trailer where it just said Searchlight Pictures. Oh, right, yes. Disney acquired Fox to much of Marvel fans. Um, Sugar in. yes. They were happy, I think, actually. Um, <laughs> Chagrin is the opposite. I'm sure Fox wasn't happy. No, Fox wasn't happy. But Marvel no. fans, super excited. Also, the only there thing was they... some Chagrin when they were like, um, Spider-Man, we're going to stop those. Uh, yes, That's there was there was a little Chagrin yeah. on top. Um, a little little Chagrin cherry. Um, let's stop saying Chagrin. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, so Fox was acquired by Disney, and Disney has now kind of started putting their mark and yeah. part of that is taking the fox out of and fox searching it and burying it. And I think also um, there's another. Th- I can't. I'm feeling so stupid. Century? 21st yeah. century, yeah. 21st century fox is going to get changed um, to, yeah. as well. So it was weird yeah. not seeing fox at the top. I know it was like chopped off. R.I.P. R.I.P. Fox 20, Fox Searchlight Pictures. Um, but uh, back to the trailer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That was in the trailer. It was in the trailer. That was the beginning of the trailer. Uh, We see sort of these kind of scenes that don't have any relation to each other um, as the narrator, um, who is either Tilda Swinton or Francis McDormand. I feel like they kind of, they kind of like, yeah, but there's also other characters narrate. Jeffrey Wright narrates. Jeffrey Wright, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And essentially, the the story of the film is a man who I can only assume to be Bill Murray has kind of collected these writers. He assembled a team of the best expatriate journalists of his time. Berenson, Sazerac, Kremitz, Roebuck Wright. Who are expats, which means they don't live in the United States anymore, for a uh, paper for, I mean, they're going to call it the French Dispatch, probably, and it's just different sort of like stories that these this American newspaper in France kind of 
tells. And just yeah. a quick IMDb, real quick synopsis, and we're kind of going to go a little bit through it, but um, it says, um, a love letter to journalists set in an outpost of an American newspaper in a fictional 20th century French city that brings to life a collection of stories published in the French Dispatch magazine, and that kind of gets into our theory of how we think this story is going to be set up. Right. And it, the clothing attire, very f- 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s sort it's of a, attire. It's a broad range. Yeah, yeah, I know, but those are all pretty much the same. I mean, you don't start seeing weird stuff till the 70s. Yeah, no, that's true. And the thing is with this movie, you know, you have that Wes Anderson style, but you also bit. have something that he hasn't really done before too much, and that's messing with a time period, right? Like right. for me, when I'm seeing this, I'm in a, I'm in a um, international film history course right now. So I'm watching all these international films uh, from like, you know, the early 19... Uh, like 30s on and to me like this screams i love film history he paid attention especially with the french new wave italian neorealism you have all these things that he is clearly passionate about it's so funny that you say that because that was going to be this feels so much like a french new wave film it gives uh, i i know this is going to be a little give me one example just give me one example what is that i think the movie's called jewels and uh What's it called? It's a great French film. It's okay. Okay, um, we're getting some but, inside baseball. Yeah, some we'll inside continue. baseball. But, I mean, French New Wave was essentially, it's kind of like Seinfeld, right? The stories don't really go anywhere, but they're about human life, if I'm right, right if I'm saying that correctly. Yeah, pretty much. So, um, you know, they're kind of like slices of life. There was no deus ex machina to, you know, something's going to save the day, right? Like, you are just in this person's life for this amount of time, and that's it. Right. Man, so it I might not this. be the theme of this, but like that was the theme of those I movies, yeah. right? But the look is what I'm talking uh, about yeah, here. Absolutely. And the trailer is in three by four, which is an older sort of film stock. We, you know, typically we have sixteen by nine. That's your widescreen televisions and, and such, or four by three, not three by yeah, four. Yeah. That's what I but mean. But do you, oh. so? Do you think the the whole film itself will be that way? Mm, uh, I think the aspect ratio will probably be that way. I mean, yeah. I, I would... There was one slight clip in there that was yes. 16 by Yeah, 30. it looks like it, it might jump. Um, mm-hmm. And that... I mean, we could speculate about this trailer all day, right. but that looked like it was a clip from a quote-unquote movie in this universe. Yeah. Yes. And, and so to kind of go through the trailer, and I think we have a, a little bit of differing opinions on how we think it's going to run together, but it seems like, at least in my view, that they're going to have uh, several quote-unquote journalists come with their stories pitch them to Bill Murray in a sense, and then those stories are the little mini stories that are going to be pieced together throughout. I said it kind of reminds me of The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, which is on Netflix. Um, Not exactly the same, but The Ballad of Buster Scruggs is pretty much a collection of short stories. And just from my first watching of the trailer, it just looks like kind of a collection of short stories. But I'm not sure that all three of us agree on on that going to be the, the linear kind of telling of this story. You know, uh, that's interesting because I I was in disagreement with you after the first time I watched it, and I watched it for a second time, and it's kind of looking like that might be the way that they do it. But something that Wes Anderson really loves, and, and, you know, not just the mise-en-scene of everything and how the film is, but he he cares about narrative. And, you know, it would be hard for me to imagine that he's going to make a movie with – an anthology film it, it, it really you know and I, I say the same thing with the Coen brothers so I was shocked when they came out with the Ballad of Buster Scruggs because they really like narrative as well uh, so maybe maybe I would be I would be shocked though yeah I think the maybe what happens and again I'm just spitballing here is those portions are smaller than were 
yeah. being led to believe they're leading us to believe right. that it's, it's like, the whole movie right. that way and that right. I, and I, I can almost guarantee that during those little mini scenes Bill Murray will pop in with a just try to make it sound like you wrote it that way on purpose like it, it'll jump back and forth between the timeline of the story and the timeline like of he'll the jump editor. in with an editorial right, yeah. comment like, like, wait, 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 say it this yeah, way yeah yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. And that's kind of what he does, too, is he breaks that wall, right? Like, right, yeah. he has him talking to the audience a yeah. lot. There's nothing conventional about a Wes Anderson film, and right. that's what's so fun to watch. I mean, it's really just an experience. Yeah. Um, but I think that cast and crew, I mean, it's a, it's a must-see. I mean, yeah. with, with that many people. See, you, you say that, but you haven't. you got to watch other Wes Anderson films. We like, will, we'll Moonrise Kingdom is one of Ooh. my favorites. And Grand Budapest Hotel, one of my favorites. Both right. of those. Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou. All oh, their trailers gosh. look beautiful. Like I remember seeing Budapest Hotel, the trailer, and it's pink and blue and you know all these mm-hmm. wonderful colors. Yeah. And like you said, it's a very even looking screen. Right. You guys have your you know technical terms for it, but you our know, it degrees. Looks like very symmetrical. We have our degrees. I have a degree. I have a degree. <laughs> Why? Well, I thought you were bringing that in. I can't bring in my degree. <laughs> it's hanging up on my wall almost once I get a frame. You can take a picture. <laughs> you hear that, Megan? It's hanging up on the wall. Go check right now and, and, and see if it's hanging up. No, uh, but, you know, if I had to describe one word to describe all of his films, and that would be uh, quirky, right? Yeah, I, I, would, I would say quirky or... Um, unique? Unique. Uh, I, they're, they're just filled with a lot of whimsy. Yeah. Yeah, they're just very light on their feet. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this rendition of Mini Monday. We uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, As always, we'd love for you guys to like, subscribe, rate, give us a review, good or bad, and uh, tweet at us. We have a uh, Twitter, the Weekly Pop-Up. At Weekly Pop-Up. At Weekly Pop-Up, right. We also have an email um, at Gmail. Uh, It's the Weekly Pop-Up at gmail.com which is on our Twitter account and, and we'll put it. all of this in the show notes but again we really appreciate you guys listening um, and thanks so much for spending another uh, few minutes with us